Yes, good morning, good morning, San Bonanonke. Hi, 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 hi. Rory, do me long. Eta, eta, le guy. Good thing, le guy. What do I say after that? Ah, we're done. We're done. If you're here, if if I ask you where you are and you say you are here, then we're done. Then we're done. We don't say. That's why there's so much miscommunication in the Sutsu language, isn't there? Because after that, you actually have nothing to say. No, we're done. What must I? Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So the YMCA started us off probably the worst song, and um, yeah, it gives an interesting uh, insight into what uh, mass media thinks of gay people uh they all wear village uh, helmets and chiefs and are half naked half the time we are talking about the homophobic show today on cliffcentral.com welcome to the show my name is andrew levy i'm rory shabalala join us as we get into how homophobic are you let's start here we are making legislation to make sure that sodomy and homosexuality never sees the light of legality in this land of the Pearl of Africa. It's been said by many that in actual fact, homosexuality is un-African. At least 34 African countries have anti-homosexuality legislation. Where they, a, a man's anus is leaked like this by the other person, like ice cream. And that's what uh, homosexuality is. It's it's a sin against God, just like uh, um, any other sin. Black lesbians live in fear of collective rape and brutal murder. As Africans, we want to ask Barack Obama to explain to us, is this what he wants to bring to Africa? And the other person is poo-pooing. And this one is eating the poo-poo all over the place. At least 34 African countries have anti-homosexuality legislation. Gay rights, now Trump religious liberty. We do not want this sickness. This is sick and it's therefore deviant. We do not want it. Churches and faith-based organizations should be prepared to be hit with lawsuits and government investigations. Across the continent, the murder of gay Africans often goes unpunished. That those who cling to old beliefs will be able to whisper their thoughts in the recesses of their homes, but if they repeat those views in public, they will risk being labeled as bigots and treated as such by governments, employers, and schools. Tell me, when you have a law against homosexuality, do you say, accept eating poo-poo? <laughs> <laughs> and that's is how we start the show today. And you know what? It's very easy to listen to guys like that and to to, to think, oh, of course I'm not homophobic. I'm not like that guy. But mm. <clears throat> if you look at me, we posted a picture up on, 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 on Facebook and on Twitter, and we said, how does this picture make you feel? And if you think about it... Wait, tell uh, everyone what the picture was. Well, two, two black men kissing. Right. right? And it caused quite a, it caused quite a stir. It, it, it really did. And you know what? When we chose this topic, I, went, I came in and I was like, oh, no, I'm not homophobic. I mean, it's, it's very clear. Uh, I, you know, I believe that uh, gay people need to have the same rights as everybody else. I, I'm not homophobic at mm-hmm. all. But then I looked at that picture, and look, the, my first reaction, sort of the gut reaction, was not a reaction of like, oh, how cute, or you know, there was this, there was this, ooh, and then we, and then well, I, had like, to, and then that's I, disgusting, and then I had to dig deep and like, what's, why am I feeling this way, right? And then I look at the show topics. Our topic is how homophobic are you? And and 
is that is that even an intelligent question to ask? Is it uh, can you have degrees of homophobia, or is it just a matter of are you homophobic or are you not? No, I'm just a little bit homophobic. I mean, imagine that, just a little bit. So I, I don't. So, so I what's don't the acceptable? Gay. I don't mind gays as long as they're not doing that around me. Around you, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, like, is there like an acceptable? So, so <laughs> at which point are you <laughs> past the mark? At which point? At which point do you say you're homophobic? At which point are you that guy, the eating the poopoo guy? <laughs> I'm not sure you're right because what is we, we we think there's a big difference but how much of a big difference in our minds is there we're talking about homophobia how homophobic are you and uh we want your comments we chat uh, at uh, at cliffcentral.com and also on twitter at yebo underscore levy or at rory shabalala let us know how homophobic are you do you think you're homophobic and if you're not, why not? And if you are, why are you? I mean, let's be honest. Let's 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 be real well, here. Well, a lot of people don't know why they're homophobic, but uh, if you if you look at some of the scientific uh, the scientific theory that's coming out and some academic pieces, apparently, uh, I was reading something on Scientific American this morning. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a lot of homophobia stems from these hidden these hidden homosexualities. So a lot of people who are homophobic are apparently just scared of. Recognizing that in themselves. Mm. Hmm. What are your thoughts? Oh eight six one five 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 one eight. Now we're going to be speaking to a whole bunch of people throughout the the uh, the show, and of course we want your thoughts. Um, what do you think about this? Let's have this conversation, Rory. Your your Facebook feed went ballistic Jeez, uh, over the last two days, and um, we'll we'll read out some of those comments as well. Um, it's it's fascinating to see how people are like. No, I don't mind gays, but. Mm. But whenever there's a but, and then the question is, what are we doing in terms of this? Like, how, um, you know, like if if someone said, I don't mind black people, but yeah, they mustn't come do that here. Yes, then it's then what? Then you're obviously racist, right? So in that instance, it's very clear to us you're racist. But when it comes to homophobia, we seem to have this preference that no, 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 it's acceptable. And the question is why? Why is it that we feel this way? Is it a lot of us say religion? Um, and 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 then the question becomes okay. So, religion. Let's let's say Christianity, right? So Christianity would say that uh, homosexuality is a sin. Fine. It also says that uh, stealing and getting drunk and all of these things are sins. So why are we treating this group of so-called sinners mm. s- differently to how we treat the other sinners? On uh, on Twitter right now, Peter De Villiers is saying. Um, what is homophobia? What is the standard of homophobia? We'll get into that, I think. Um, no, 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 but you see, that's the thing. What, what do you mean? What is the standard? You see, when we start, standard? when we start to like, it's almost like there's a level. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> either are there or you're go. not. There and and that is, that is where I realize that, you know what? I've got so I need to dig deep and look in and, and have a long, hard look in the mirror because you know what? If we're going to go for this binary, you either are or you're not, I think I am. And I need to deal with that, mm. right? Because it's very easy, I think, um, to get it on a, on a mental level, but on a heart level. So the question becomes, you know, do we love, have we learned to love and accept and respect uh, uh, gay people? Gay people mm-hmm. Or have we just learned how to behave around them? And you know what? When, as we've been preparing for the show and I've been thinking about it, I look at myself, I'm like, you know what? I might actually have just learned how to behave mm. around gay people and around uh, the, the topic of homosexuality. But yeah. I haven't, you know what to I say. haven't yet you know gotten to, to that point yeah. where somebody passes a rude joke uh, about gays and, and I, I reprimand them. Right. If they pass a racist joke, I'm going to reprimand. But if they pass a joke, a homophobic joke, then 
not only might I just might I just keep quiet, but there are occasions where I'll add to it. And that is shocking. It needs mm. to be dealt with. And it's amazing how it's taken this show, Rory, for you to actually come to grips with that and to be like, ah, actually, here's a problem here. Yeah. So uh, let's introduce our guest as well. We've got Damon Walk. He's in studio. Um, he's our resident lawyer and uh, and uh, advertising giant and potentially also homosexual. Um, and we've also got uh, Bernard Moshabane online. Damon, good morning to you. Welcome to the show. Hi, Hayden. Thanks for, for joining us now. Hello and welcome to the show. Um, we, we originally, as, as Rory was talking about, I think we originally wanted to start the show on the gay show, obviously because of all the gay... And marriage laws passed in the States. But actually, it seems that the show has kind of evolved into the homophobic show. And how homophobic are we? Now, as a good-looking young white male in South Africa, um, give us a little bit of your backstory. You know, like, how was it for you to come out? When did you come out? What was the vibe? Um, I mean, that's quite a broad question. I put about <laughs> a thousand questions in there. Go for it. So, um, <clears throat> so I was born gay. Um, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, it wasn't something I learned. Um, and then, yeah, so the general story is went through school, um, went to a, like a good private school. A private say. Catholic school. A good private Catholic school. Um, went through the usual things and, uh, yeah, as you go through school, you understand there's a difference and you it's sort of coming to grips with that. And then the usual, well, I say I have a very, um, uh, a story that isn't like very dramatic, you know. <laughs> I don't, you know, there <laughs> well, wasn't, there wasn't the a scream. Hey, there right? wasn't, no, there wasn't a screaming YouTube video and, 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 um, you know, a priest trying to exercise me or anything. You know, it was sort of, it was a very normal upbringing and I went to, you know, realized in school and then it's sort of, it's your own thing of dealing and recognizing that. And then varsity, it began varsity. I came out to everyone. Wait, 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 wait. Stop there. Primary school or high school? Did you realize that flip something? I'm high school. I don't want to say I'm different because that, that already means they're them and us, but like, yeah, I'm, well, not, but I mean, but I'm not heterosexual. But yeah. But if you sort of, I hate to use the word heteronormative sort of thing, but if you comparing yourself to that, I mean, you are different to everyone else. It's just, it's just, um, it's just, uh, realizing what that difference is. The, the thing is, the thing comes in where people are made to feel that a difference is bad. There's nothing mm. wrong with being different. There's, it's how you judge that difference. It's like what you were saying, you know, are there varying degrees of, um, homophobia? The thing is, it, like, in my mind, every, th- everyone is prejudiced. There's innate prejudice, prejudice in what everyone thinks, regardless of who you're thinking of or what group or, it's just how you deal with those prejudices and how you, if you act on them, if you let them, if you let them affect your life or you let them affect the way you think or view things, then that's like, for instance, when homophobia becomes a problem. Everyone's going to have a prejudice. I mean, even gay people have a, some gay people have a prejudice towards other gay people. It's natural within any No, community. all gay people are friends, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's, we all know each other. Yeah. Damon, so, so you speak about this realization back in high school. Yeah. What was your attitude to homosexuality or were you even aware of homosexuality no, before you, 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 you began to realize it? What, what was your attitude? Well, it was very different back then. I mean, if, if you're, if you're a, a preteen or a teenager now and you were to watch TV or anything, I mean, there's so much that a person can identify with because they specifically put it in um, the TV shows that deal with it. When I was in school, I mean, there's like Will and Grace, 
which is like character, characterization mm. of what being gay is, the gay experience. And also like, say, Dawson's Creek, the one character. I mean, like, that was it. <laughs> so that was oh, it. Man. So that's what... Everything I, comes back to Dawson's Creek. Yeah, there oh, go. my but, Lord. But that's, but that's literally what you had to try and... Everyone's looking for something to identify themselves with when you're at that age. So you don't want to be different. So, and also bear in mind, I went to an all-boys school, so it also made things slightly... More awkward, if you want to say. So it's it's a case of covering it up even more. Like, well, let's talk about that for a second. And um, I want to bring in, in Bernard here because I think as a white male, it's one thing. Uh, in the black community, as we spoke about uh, a little earlier, Rory, it's something completely different. Um, yeah. Well, and maybe there's a different experience being lived around black gay men, I suppose, and gay women. Well, is it? Bernard? Hey, can you hear me? Hey, Bernard. How are you today? Not too bad in your fault. Great. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Bernard, we know we don't have you for very long. Uh, yeah. t- tell us, it, it, this, when did you, when did you realize, did you ever come to that p- moment of realization that, um, I might be gay? Or, or, or was it just something you always knew? I think, um, you start realizing feelings very early on. But whether or not you define them as gay, um, I think society only brings that into your perspective much later on when you start to actually realize what it means to be a sexual being, you know, what it means to be a sexual um, human. And prior to that, it's just it's a very innocent feeling that you might do all that I experienced um, with, with an attraction to the same sex. But beyond um, identifying as gay, I think that only came on much later on in life. So then, was there a struggle for you to to get to the point where you where you came out? Was there? Did you have to deal with an internal struggle, looking at at, at the community and so on? Were there other gay people around? Uh, you know, how was that experience, that moment before you came out, and and how did you then decide to come out? Um, I think, of course, there were the 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 internal struggle that's brought on by the judgment that you naturally assume um, society will have on you. Um, and in terms of my own experience in coming out, it was, it was a case of, you know, you can only live a life, not even a lie, but you can only hide who you truly are for so long. And um, I, I guess I did it in stages. I, I, I first had to admit it to myself, and from admitting it to myself, I then had my close circle of friends around me who then, yeah, who then found out, and then I actually truly experienced uh, a full-on gay lifestyle then dating my first boyfriend and from that moving on to into other relationships with men. So, yeah, I think it's very professional, um, but above and beyond anything, it's, it's, it's more so um, driven by the pressures of um, society in terms of do I actually feel the need to, to share this part of myself with, with the people around me. Bernard, uh, this sounds like a weird question, but how how African do you feel um, being gay and black? Like, because do you feel any prejudices? I mean, do people treat you differently? Do you feel like you can still call yourself, uh, what are you? Are you a Sutu Zulu, Tswana Pedi, have I nailed all of them? Vendor, you always forget the vendors. Well, I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty gay man, and I think um, the anti-African uh, rhetoric really is. Uh, I, I feel like it's driven from a more religious standing, and the reality of the matter is that uh, calling it anti-African, I think, is an ignorance in itself. The anti-gay rhetoric has always been driven um, from an from a religious standpoint, 
and in how Africans have, 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 have adopted external religions for us to gain this perspective of anti-homophobia. There is homophobic groups in African, in African tradition if you were to really look into it. And I don't necessarily feel less African because of it. I think it's purely a point of empowering yourself to find out about what is the history of, of people, not let alone just gay people. Bernard, um, we had an interesting, uh, ahead of the show, we put up a picture of uh, two black men kissing. Um, and we got some really interesting uh, uh, comments. And it seemed to be that there, there, there is a distinct uh, difference, at least amongst black people, to their reaction of seeing uh, two, let's say, two white men kissing and two black men kissing. Um, mm. Do you do you get that 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 difference in in that within, let's say, the black community, there's a there's a greater or, or there's a greater discomfort with black with 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 seeing black people as gay as opposed to seeing white people as gay? Do you do you get that sense? I do agree that there is seems to be a bit more of an acceptance in the white community, if that's what we'll call it. Um, and at the same time, um, it, 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 it's very apparent. I mean, with with a few lesbian friends that I'm that that, that I'm aware of who don't necessarily um, feel as comfortable with, with with kissing a girl or holding their hands in public when they're in um, areas like Soweto or Alexandra, um, out of fear of you know some form of corrective rape or whatever the case may be. Um, so there, there definitely is a, a, a discomfort, I, I feel, amongst um, the black community with, 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 with accepting um, the, the, the gay community. But I do genuinely believe it's just because the conversation needs to be had. I think it needs to, it, it's something that needs to come um, out. Because the, the other thing that we mustn't be ignorant of is that it doesn't mean that because that, that, that they don't accept it, that it's not there. It's very much there in these communities. And it's just a case of, um, you know, bringing this to the forefront and saying that these are your brothers and sisters. These are these are the people who make up a part of your community, and ostracizing them is like ostracizing your neighbor. Ostracizing something that makes up a very the very fabric of your community. So I I do genuinely believe that it's just an exposure and uh, a conversation that needs to be had in these in these environments. Bernard, um, your family, how did they react when when you came? I suppose came out as quite an outdated kind of. Thing. When you said to them that you were gay, how, uh, how, what was their reaction? Uh, I come from the type of family which doesn't talk about stuff, so silence is very, discomfort <laughs> 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 in my family. So, 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 that, so those dinner time, those dinner time conversations, when, when you like, no. so have you met anyone and then they, you just know to say, no, 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 don't worry about that. We don't talk about that here, hey? Well, I've brought a boyfriend home and I was like, okay, this is my friend Malcolm. And they're like, okay, hello, Malcolm. And they went about a This is my friend, Malcolm. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Malcolm is scantily clad and beautiful in this, in this petty home. Fantastic. But then, you see, let's, let's dive into the scantily clad. Yes, uh, really. There you go. Idea, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, Damon's looking so, at me so like, why, well. so why is it assumed that, that because he's gay, he's walking around scantily no, clad? You see, in my mind, that was like the perfect. <laughs> 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 in, in my mind, I was like, 
just thinking what could be the worst case scenario for a petty man, a proud petty man from a p- proud petty family to introduce, you know, my friend Malcolm uh, at the table, which I thought would be fantastic. Um, Bernard, thank you for your views. Uh, we do want to continue this and, and keep it going. What are your thoughts on uh, Cliff Central? Uh, we're on, available at WeChat as well as Twitter and Facebook. Lots of comments coming through. We'll get to some of them as well. Um, Bernard, thank you for your views, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Damon, I love I love what he said there. Meet my friend Malcolm. Have you do you, do? You, is there an embarrassment when you're around, let's say, your your school friends that um, knew you as Straight Damon, and then have to now I don't like think anyone ever really knew me as Straight Damon. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But but uh, you know, do you w- when you've had boyfriends in, in the past? Yeah, have you? Has there been a situation where you feel like I have to say things like that are politically and socially correct? Um, you know, this is my friend and not this is my boyfriend. Hey, I'm cool with this. Uh, <clears throat> well, I mean, if it's if it's something serious, then no, because then in the same way, say, you might not introduce whoever you may be seeing for the second weekend as your girlfriend mm. out of commitment issues <laughs> would be the same thing I would... <laughs> Or, oh, or, or, I wouldn't. I wouldn't walk around like with every guy I was ever seeing and being like, "This is my boyfriend." Sure. But if, if it was serious and I was dating them, no, then I'd I would say because because that's like that's like say dating someone who's in the closet. Um, why must you hide? You know, you've already come out. You've gone already gone through the whole trauma, as it were, of coming out. If that's a correct use of the word. Um, so why would you now have to hide what your relationship is amongst people? You know it, amongst complete strangers, people you don't know, you might go, oh, this is so-and-so, you might not elaborate on what... This is my partner. Uh, yeah, yeah, at, at, at most. Because also what straight people don't always realize either is that if you're gay, every time you meet someone and then they find out you're gay, it's like you have to come out a little bit... Again, <laughs> like hi, I'm so and so. And what are the questions that irritate you? Because I know I must have asked a few in my time. Damon and I, just to be clear, we we, we go back a little while, two school days, um, where we weren't friends because you know, weren't we? Well, I th- I hated you to be honest, um, but but. You know, I, I remember when I when I saw you the first time. That's also when I knew I was homophobic. You know, Rory was t- speaking about his homophobia. I I was very homophobic. Um, for for a number of years and into my early twenties, because I didn't really ask myself the questions about sexuality and whether whether I was gay or not. And then when you finally do ask the question, you're like, actually, I prefer women. It's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just that's my pre- that's my preference. So I'm not gay. Um, but I remember asking those questions. That uh, you know, what are the questions that irritate you um, when straight people come to you and are like, oh, David, oh my God, I'm so excited. Um. Let's see. Oh, if you're dating someone, people will go like, "Who's the Who's the guy and who's the girl?" You're like, "Really? That's a- <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a thing." Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Ellen DeGeneres like put her best. She went. Um, she said, "You know, no one goes to a pair of chopsticks and says which one's the knife and which one's the fork." <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's the vibe. Also, I mean, but this was more when I was younger, varsity, and when I mean, when I came out, so like nine, nineteen years old, and I was a fit and. Back then, it was like still a thing to have a gay friend or be like, now everyone knows someone who's gay or has a cousin, an uncle, a brother, whatever, sister, mm. you name it, they have, the, and someone generally has an attachment to someone who's gay. When I first came out, I was like a novelty thing. And then girls would be like, oh, you can go shopping with me. 
You can do it. It's like, what makes you think I want to go shopping? I mean, yes, I have good taste, but it doesn't mean I necessarily want to go shopping with you. Or, you know what I mean? Or do so, those stereo, stereotypical things, or people ask you stereotypical things. So you're not a girl. Well, say, essentially, yeah. yeah, my anatomy proves otherwise. You know? <laughs> Damon, let, let's get back to the, to the side, the, the whole topic of homophobia. Yeah. So, so, Obviously, when you, when you came out and, yeah. and Sasha, Sasha on WeChat was reprimanding us just now. She says, I don't like the term come out because it's outdated now. Nobody comes out as straight. People should be allowed to date someone who is the same sex as they are and not have to explain why or how it happened. But okay. So well, until, I mean, until we come to a different uh, yeah, yeah, wording yeah. for, for, for come out, how was the family, how did the family deal with this? Because they had to go through, like I said earlier, on a, on a mental level, you get it, you know. Yeah. I'm not homophobic, but then you still have these feelings inside, and that that's a much your brother's such a jock. He's a jock, yeah. man. So, we're so all scared of him. We're, we're scared of him now. He's, he's still, a jock. He still is. Um, like like I was saying to you earlier, it's it's recognizing your own prejudices and then going through them. It's not, you know what I mean. It's it's not being held up by your own prejudices. So, for instance, my brother was one of the first people I told, and he was like. Oh, he, I mean, this is quite funny. I mean, when I told him, he knew I was seeing someone and he didn't like, uh, <laughs> so we went out the one day and we're, I think we're having coffee or something. And I said, I have something to tell you. I'm seeing someone. He goes, Oh, what is it? Is she, is she black? <laughs> I, I was like, um, was he like oh, waiting? Yeah, yeah, he thought, he thought, he thought yeah, that's why excellent. I've been a little bit secretive. And he was like, why is she black? And I was like, no, she's a he. And then he was like, Oh. Oh, okay. that's fine. That's okay. cool. Yeah, that's fine. That. No, that, and then that, that was that sort of like he's, he's never really had an issue with it. Um, and then it's, but I mean, it's different for anyone telling their parents and this, I mean, the very rare case where some people's parents are like, you know, uh, at, when they're 15, they come out and the parents are like, oh, hello. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but for, for most people coming out to the parents is difficult because you're taking on someone else's expectation of yourself. So, mm. Although you have accepted and realized um, that you're gay, and it's an acceptance, it's not like you don't wake up one morning going, you know, it's a good Thursday to be gay. <laughs> you know? So, so when when you've dealt with that, and now you've dealt with how your entire uh, view of how your life is going to change, because you know everyone comes in, you brought up, I mean, like, okay, well, this is what you should do, and this is how you should act, and this is what your life should be like. If you now you've had to change that completely it's like so now you've accepted that but then you have to tell your parents and your parents you know they raise you thinking you're going to have this life you're going to marry this person you're going to have these kids you're going to do this job and for them you essentially and it's got nothing to do with you but you're taking away their dream you're taking away an idea that they've grown up you know what i mean it's 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 uh, and it happens to different people in different ways i mean some people grow up with their parents saying, oh, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a doctor. And then they're like, I don't want to be a doctor, I want to be a performance artist. You know what I mean? It's like, it's. It, Who it, does doctoral skill, like skits? They, exactly. Enough, the the GP. Yeah, the famous <laughs> one. Um, by my son or so. Um, so, you know, that's the thing. And, but it's just, it's not some, but it's something that changes identity completely. And that's what makes it so difficult for parents because it's not just a case of, are you not going to be a doctor? It's like, Oh, I might not have grandkids. Oh, mm. you know, I know in my case, like my mother was like um, afraid of the fact that I was going to be faced with a lot of prejudice in my life. But 
by the same token, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's not a case of either or. It's a case of, well, that's my life and I guess that's the cards I'm dealt. I mean, it's not the, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world being mm. gay. It's not like, this crazy other life and world no, I don't and so have, on. It's, no, it's not like you know, someone's being condemned to have Ebola, you know? That's <laughs> a thing. So we're speaking uh, about homophobia on cliffcentral.com. What are your thoughts? 0861555189 or give a, get us on WeChat or Twitter. Um, a lot of comments are coming through and they've been coming through the whole week, so we're going to take a few of those in a little bit. Interesting though, Rory, you know, we spoke about um, the black and white issue and, and what white people need to think about regarding the black narrative and the black story. It's funny because Damon and I were speaking about it the other day and I didn't realize it, but you don't, it's very rare that you will see a gay couple in public holding hands mm. or, or, or dare I say kissing. Mm. And that must be quite traumatic because, you know, I think the issue that I've you know, been, been reflecting on in my own mind is that when you think of gay, what do you think of? And specifically when it comes to sex, you don't think of sensual, beautiful, romantic. You think of, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm the only one who thinks that, but I thought of like hardcore pumping action, two big men. There's a lot of oil going around. The scene is very sultry. It's, it's almost pornographic. And of course that's not the case. Of course that's not what all gay relationships are like, if any gay relationships are like that. Um, but that really, you know, started to, to talk to my own prejudice about this idea of gay sensuality and holding hands in public. I mean, imagine you couldn't hold your, your, your girlfriend's hand in public. I don't. Okay, but that's just you. you yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that's for another show. Yeah, we'll bring her in there. Yeah, but, but, no, it but it's an true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think, what it what it what it shows us is that we and I, you mentioned it before the show that it's actually an oppression and we don't we don't view this as as oppression so in the way that i respond to racism and you know it's very clear in my mind that this is oppressive the fact that i am denying even just by those looks that i give let's say a gay couple that's kissing i am denying them the opportunity to express their love to one another um i am i am an oppressor Right. So, so how, do you feel oppressed by this? Do you, or do, do you go out into the public thinking about it? Or have you just gotten to that stage where you're like, no, I'm just, this is how it is and I don't care what anyone else says? Um, I think in terms of if you're in a couple, and I think it's also societal because being in South Africa, if, if I, if I were dating someone, which I'm not, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm single. Catch me on all these things. Um, what's it? No, but being in South Africa, it's a societal. So, for instance, I was just in Israel for during like Pride, and the whole of Tel Aviv. Um, it's amazing. You go there, and down the streets, they have um, Pride flags, which, if people don't know, those rainbow flags. Um, shops have them displayed. They're on street poles. 180,000 people in, in Tel Aviv like turn out to go to this giant Pride party. And there, I mean, there you don't notice it as much. It's uh, you see couples holding hands, you see couples kissing. Um, I mean, obviously, there they're also going to have issues, but it's not the same as it is here, where if you are in a couple, I mean, you do you have to you have to be conscious of it because you don't know what fool is going to be walking past you or what someone's going to say. And you know, um. Nothing can like you know ruin a day like someone making some slow. I mean, it, it's it's completely unprovoked, so you don't need to invite that into your life. Mm. Um, but like you're saying, so I mean, if people really want to 
want to um, educate themselves on, on sort of a gay view in life. Um, yeah, so I sent you those videos. Um, but there's a there's an Irish drag queen who's also a gay rights activist, and um, she let's say she um, it, it makes some like great points on on the gay experience, and and like Andrew was saying, how you know you when you are holding your hands. Um, you can't you can't just do it un- um, unconsciously like a normal straight couple do. So if you do to you check to see who's around when, before you make before you hold hands, and then when you do, if you see someone coming, then it becomes qu- uh, a little bit uncomfortable. And like she says in a show, then it almost becomes like a political statement. You know, you can't just hold hands for the sake of like subconsciously holding hands with your partner. It becomes a whole other. It takes on a whole other whole other thing and um yeah i mean that's that's part of living in a conservative society like we do that's interesting um because and we were having this conversation just earlier and we've got a person on wechat uh who sent us a message inappropriate who says just because i like things up my ass don't make me gay and i'm and i'm a guy and love women so what's being gay now we had this conversation (laughs) earlier so 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 is there a spectrum yeah, I mean, there is a, I mean, there's a traditional like Kinsey spectrum, which, you know, I can't remember if it's zero. Well, the one side of it being exclusively homosexual relationships and the other being exclusively heterosexual relationships. And I'm talking about on a sexuality scale. But then recently I've read other articles as well where it explains where there are many different spectrums. So someone may enjoy certain things sexually, sexually, but in terms of relationships, in terms of who they want to spend time with and who they have a romantic, a romantic attachment to, will be either male or female. So, so in other words, this person could so could, could enjoy things. sex with, with, with a man, but actually enjoy um, the relationship with a woman. A hundred percent. I think... Your friend on WeChat, uh, inappropriate is, is, is in, I think, appropriately I think, named. I think inappropriate <laughs> is talking more about the fact that he has a few sex toys that he likes using rather than actual relations with men. <laughs> but that's the thing. People can, guys can have sex with other men or women can have sex with, see, this is also the thing. It's far more acceptable for a, for a woman to go, uh, I've like dabbled. I've dabbled. I've been with a few I've girls. I've kissed a girl and I've, I liked it. Oh, I've done it. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I was with a few girls at Varsity. My college days crazy. Whereas if a guy has ever says that, it's like, oh my God, he's gay. Yeah. Whereas if a girl. Whoa, yeah, what? You, you know what I mean? And it's, and that's, that's just a, a misconception. I, um, I've just posted the link on Twitter at Yebo underscore L-E-V-Y or at Rory Shabalala. You can check the, the link there. A gay education. It really did educate me in terms of, Prejudices, I suppose, predisposed uh, positions um, of what I thought on WeChat as well. Sino Sintokine, can, is that right? Sino Sintokine, have I said that correctly? I hope so. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry if, I, yeah, I look at the black person in the room for a pronunciation Who of said a black, that's name, a black eh? name. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm all racist again. Sorry, guys. Um, she said, "Hey guys, I've never had a problem with gay people because I generally feel that uh, whatever they get up to does not concern me in any way." I've always rebuked people who, who've made nasty comments because it doesn't make sense to me why someone would feel strongly about someone else's sexuality. And it's gotten to the point where I'm accused of being gay because of how I speak about homosexuality. I had no problem with those accusations because really there's nothing wrong with being gay. Interesting. It's, but there is something in what, what is being said here which, which fascinates me. This idea of I have got no problem with gay people as long as they don't do that thing 
yeah. in front of me. Yeah, right. But it, it, it's it, and that's the thing about homophobia again. You know, what is homophobia? Is homophobia uh, the feeling, or is it acting? Is it acting on the feeling? I think. It is. Sorry, I'm thinking as I talk this. I'm sounding <laughs> like you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> intelligent. <laughs> intelligent. Go for intelligent. Um, I think it's a bit of both. I think, like I was saying, I think everyone has innate prejudices, but prejudices. But it's how you react to your your prejudices. So, and also, you know what? When you're aware of something, you can change it. I mean, not to have a complete Oprah moment, but when she says, "What does she say?" and she says, "Like." Um, I can't remember, but it's something like when you when you when you know something, you can change it. When you, you can fix it. So if you are aware, like, like you were saying, oh, I realize I do have prejudices towards say seeing a picture of two black men kissing. Now you're aware of it, and you can make steps to correct that. And then, uh, and hopefully, it won't bug you. Bit, but you can only be aware. You can only make a change when you're aware of something. And also. That's how what, how it all goes. People have to confront their prejudices. We're all too like happy to sit behind the whatever, screen, yeah, you know, screen and just hide. You know what I mean? And not confront what that. And that's also what that's also what spreads homophobia. It's the fact that that people don't want to confront it within themselves. And I'm not saying that they're innately gay or something. I'm just the most straight people. But if they don't want to have a conversation about it because it makes them feel uncomfortable, that also spreads homophobia. Um, for instance, I mean, like in terms of like when kids use the words like, "Oh, that's so gay." I mean that. And irritates me. Um, but I have a friend who is a teacher, and when kids said that in a class, she's told them to get out. She's like, that is not an acceptable, that is not an acceptable word. And people will disagree with me on this and saying, oh, it's just a word, it's just a adjective. But it's not because it's actually, it is actually it's a form of, it's right? typecast, it's an, and it's a form of homophobia. Mm. Because you're, you're saying, you're, you're associating with something that's wrong or bad or the lesser, regardless of whether you're actually talking about sexuality. So now that some kid that is gay sitting in the class thinks, oh, well, uh, that mm. means there's something mm. wrong with me. Mm. So, so what, what then is my role as, as, as a heterosexual guy who, who, who notices that he, he is uh, homophobic? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to own this thing, not like I might be, you know, so, so I am homophobic and I need to deal with it. What's my role in, in discussions where such comments get made? Is it, is it for me to just keep quiet or do I, do I, do I speak out about it? Um, you know, what's the best way to, to confront homophobia? Well, I mean, I would say it's the same way in which people would say, how do I confront racism? You know what I mean? It's, it's the same thing. If someone makes, if someone makes a comment and makes you uncomfortable, uh, then you should speak up and you should be, oh, and also you should be, look, I understand that people make flippant comments all the time and it's not, it's not off the cuff and it's not meant to be hurtful or whatever, but it's also being mindful in a way, you know, um, you can't necessarily just go around and say whatever you want and just be like, oh, well, I, I have gay friends, mm. you know, um, yeah. I mean, the the interesting thing is, I think there's one thing to be like, okay, I see someone um, attacking a gay person. That's obviously wrong, so I'm going to yeah. get involved. Okay, so that's one thing. But how do you deal with your own homophobia rule? Because I think that's the that's the interesting thing for me. And, and Damon, just because you're gay doesn't mean that you have the answer to this. Um, but really, how do you deal with a prejudice that's been grow like it's grown with you Spender, through yeah. through ages of just learning the playgrounds? Oh, that's so gay. This this this. You see the typecasts on TV, the YMCA's, the Will and Graces. Yeah, yeah. So this is what you think is gay and what is not gay. Um, <clears throat> how do you unlearn this? Because 
this is the biggest issue. It's not those extremists that you see on TV that are like, we will kill all white people, gay people, and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, that is not what we're dealing with here. It's that liberal homophobe. Right, it's it's the guy that's like, yeah. or the girl who's like, no, I'm fine with gay people. Yeah, yeah they, I've, if I even got gay friends, you know, <laughs> but but you know, like when I see two gay men kissing or two gay women kissing, sis, sis, oh my god, Fuss. I can't believe they did that in yeah. the supermarket heaven <laughs> sake, you know. And it was a Thursday, that day before I religious know, stuff practices. I oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? Um, like going with it, yeah. <laughs> what's, um, so like, it, it goes back to what I was saying. It's being able to recognize it in yourself and then like saying, recognizing the behavior in yourself and saying, you know what, this actually isn't okay. The way, the way I'm thinking, whatever, isn't okay. And then you adjust it from the, it's not like you pop a vitamin C and you're like, okay, the guy's way. I think, I think, <laughs> I think, I think where, where, where it gets interesting is, is for a lot of people who might say, no, I'm not homophobic. Yeah. Is when you start speaking kids. Um, and, and we had this conversation, Mabale, um, outside, she came and, you know, we started having this conversation and I said, you know, um, yeah, I, I based on preparation for this show, I think I'm homophobic. Um, and I need to deal with this. And she's, and, and as we were speaking, she said, okay, let's, let's think 10, 20 years down the line. Um, let's assume you say you're not homophobic. 10, 20 years down the line, your teenage son comes to you and says, uh, dad, uh, I'm gay. So it's one thing when it's those people, they're gay, but your son comes to you and says, uh, I'm gay. How are you going to deal with it? How would you deal with it, Andrew? So a couple of years ago, probably not very well. Um, being very honest, you know, I would have probably done the whole thing that Bernard was speaking about, which is like, be quiet and hope that it goes away. <laughs> but, I didn't realize you disliked me so much. No, I know. I know. It's, it's your sexual preference. It's not you. It's your sexual preference. Um, but, but, but now I'm, I'm totally, totally comfortable with it. And actually, you know, I'm supportive of it. If that's, because the thing is, it's not a thing for me anymore. If you're gay, it's like you liking bananas over nachis. That's, that's how, I, and I really can say this honestly. I, I, when I was homophobic, I had a huge issue with it. I remember, um, a couple of years back when I was at Varsity Days, I was in Cape Town and I had to do a promo for a thing called MCQP, which I had no idea what MCQP stood for, but I went because the money was really good and I, I was a, you know, a welcome guest at the MCQP party. Um, at the castle in Cape Town. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what MCQP is, let me educate you. It's the Mother City Queer Festival, the biggest gay festival, arguably, in, in, in South Africa, uh, on the African continent. And they asked me to wear hot pants. And because I was the guest of, you know, the welcome guest. And I have never been so uncomfortable in my own life because I hadn't asked any questions. I hadn't, like, really done some reflective stuff and I just remember all these 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 gay men and gay women coming up to me and I was the welcome guest I had to welcome them to MCQP and it freaked me out beyond belief and only a couple of years later when I dated a girl who had actually had a gay brother and a gay sister how's that gay brother gay sister and she was straight that's a great family pairing and did I actually question stuff and get questioned actually get asked the questions of why do you feel like this is this okay to say that when you say this it actually is homophobic and um yeah that's kind of where i was 
Mina Thomas said, uh, my husband and I have actually spoken about it. My response has been that after I have a good cry for the biological grandchildren that I might not have, I will hug him and assure him that I love him and want him to be happy. I'd rather he be happy with a guy than miserable and living a fake life for society. And then she, so, so, so then she says, uh, so I ask, so, you know, your husband, you know, how does your husband feel about this? And he says he will get over it because his, his son's happiness is that, is that important mm, to him. Absolutely. Um, do, do you <clears throat> sense that we're getting, society's moving towards a point now where, uh, parents, parents will come to just a great acceptance that this is a possibility that when they have a conversation on the birds and bees, uh, that, that that talk is a, is a different type of a talk now. It's no longer the standard. Uh, I'm a man, you're you're a woman, and this is the situation. Is the birds and bees conversation going to change? Oh, excuse me. Well, um, well, for one, I don't. I think like 20 years from now we won't be having this conversation. Mm. Um, personally, I mean, I could be wrong. Um, they, we're supposed to be on hoverboards by now. But, um, <laughs> but we're still having the black and white conversation. No, no, 34 no, countries in Africa no, illegal, no, right? 100%. But, I mean, in terms of, say, see, this is why it's it's my perspective. It's not – I can't speak from a general consensus. But from sort of my background and sort of a kid in my place 20 years from now, I think it will be the case of someone – a kid would go to their parents and say, you know what, I'm gay, and the parents say, okay – because it, it, because we will be the parents, so we will we'll understand we'll understand and we'll understand that it's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean your child's possessed by the devil. It doesn't mean you've done something wrong. It just means the kid's gay. Damon, uh, take me back on your your gay journey here. I love My that gurney. your your journey. Um, would you have done anything different? Um, would I? Would you have come out in school? No, hundred percent no. <laughs> sorry, was that a bit too quick? That um, was a little bit hectic. That was a little hectic. Okay. Uh, sorry, I didn't so there mean to like few, scream down the microphone. A few prejudices there, hey? Yeah, okay. Um, no, but for the simple fact, I mean, okay, so you and I went to school together. We went to an all boys school, and it's a completely different environment. You know, I think kids are. That's the thing. Twenty years from now, I don't think it would be as much of a problem because. It's becoming a normal, it's becoming normal. It's just becoming another thing. It's, it just happens to be a part of a person. It's not this defining thing that makes someone wrong or bad. Whereas when we were at school and, uh, and to, it, it marks you for bullying, you know what I mean? And so I think, yeah, no, I would, I definitely wouldn't. No. Do, do you aspire to have kids one day? Um, this, um, I'm getting married. So I'm having commitment issues. Um, no, um, you know what? Like, I, I would think this would, would go for a straight guy as well. It's if I meet the right person and it's the right thing. I've never been a, a, a someone who looked at kids and gone, oh, "Well, I can't wait to have kids one day." I've never been that person. Um, I'm not very paternal in that sort of way. But if I meet someone and we want to have kids, then I explore that possibility. But it's not. But I don't think of it in terms of. Yes or no, because I'm gay. It's, I think of it in terms of yes or no, because I don't know if I actually want kids mm. and I'm too selfish not to. So the, the, there's a reason I ask that, because we had a discussion um, in preparation for the show to say, um, 
and I was saying, you know, I'm fine with everything, you know, legalize, legalize gay marriage and, and, and so on. But it gets tricky for me when it comes to adopting kids because, and this is what I said, I'll admit, I said it's not, it, it's not a natural, let's say, configuration of parenting, right? It's, 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 you have a mother and you have, and then Andrew, Andrew said, yeah, but you, you know, single parents are also not a natural configuration. Yeah. So, so where does that go? And, and he was right. So, no, now, right, yeah. so, 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 thank you. W- w- where does that, where does that put us? <laughs> but I mean, that's like saying, so for instance, see, I, I'm the opinion if you want to have kids, have kids. I mean, I really, I, if you want to, if you want to have a surrogate, have a surrogate. If you want to adopt, adopt. I think why, when people say, oh, they have a problem with gay adoption, so they'd rather a child sat in an orphanage mm. or in some unhealthy environment than they have lots of love. Be, be able to experience our home with lots of love and where they're raised well and they're given opportunities in life. But they should be denied all that because someone else has a problem with their relationship. It's mm. not the, ch- the child wouldn't grow up and say, "Oh God, I was raised by gay parents." Sis, mm. they'd be like, th- "That would be their parents. That would be their normal." And that's the thing. It's not. It's other people saying, "Well, I think it's wrong from my point of view, but I have nothing to actually to do with your situation." Mm. That's what you know. And I mean? I'm going to judge how you probably will parent exactly. because, of course, you're gay, so you don't have a male and female, or female, you know, a male or female, depending on your, I mean, just if be- you're men or women. Just because a child grows up in a in a normal mother father sort of family doesn't, doesn't mean make that them normal. Yeah. Doesn't make them normal or healthy. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, by the amount of screwed mm. up people out there in the world, that uh, it doesn't mean. Yeah, and Absolutely. also people just remember, like all the straight people made the gay people. So, <laughs> you know, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> love that, love that, Rory. Uh, we're running out of time here, Flip. It, it goes very quickly on this show because we just talk. I think we talk a lot of rubbish, but um, just finalizing some thoughts from you. What do you, what do you think? Where's your head at right now? Look, you're a nice guy, but has it changed your heart feeling? Yeah, and 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 you see, that's I think that's the difficulty with me as far as this conversation is concerned. Is I think there's two things that I have to confront. The first one is, do I want to change? Right, that's just the honest. I hope so. Yes. So 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 again, on a mind level, yes, right. But because this thing was so, so just think about where this thing was rooted, right? This thing is being rooted from childhood, being raised Christian, and and all of that, right? And and you're almost like, you know, am I abandoning that? So, so that's a real question that needs to be confronted. And and in my heart of hearts, it's a, it's yes, I want to change, right? Because even as a Christian, uh, you're called to love. Mm. It is, it's it's a very simple thing. Love, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And if you can't love your neighbor, love your enemies too. Uh, so so you kind of you kind of on on both sides you you can't you can't really get anywhere, right? So so on that, I, I think it's it it's a matter of okay, do I want to change? And I realize the imperative to change, um, because just on whatever whatever way you want to argue it, I have to change. On 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 the other level, it's now how do I change? You know, so, so on a mind level, again, it's very easy to change the mind. But how do I now go through a process where the heart begins to change? And I think that's what, um, that's going to be a journey for me that I have to walk and walk with people like yourselves, like Damon and so on, where you can be, uh, I said to you, we once were at a dinner where Damon and, and you were, and you said something homophobic, and then you caught yourself saying it. And you literally said it out out in the open. You said, "No, that was actually homophobic. I take that back." And I think that is that is a sign of of a person who's working yeah. on it, who's who's actually 
conscious of the things that they're doing and is, is actively saying, you know, I'm taking responsibility, I'm owning this, and I'm going to make a change. Yeah, I think, I mean, it starts with that, Roy. It starts with you wanting to make that change and what are those changes. Damon, last question to you. Would you ever go back to school, to that Catholic private boys' school, and actually give a talk to boys sitting in grade 10 to 12 about you came from this school, you know what it's like, and you're gay, and that's okay, and that all rhymed. Um, firstly, <laughs> well done on your poem. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Gosling. Um, yeah, I guess I would. I mean, from a, from a completely, uh, selfish point of view, I'd want, I'd, I'd go back wanting my business to be very successful. So I have a platform to say, you know, just cause you're gay doesn't mean you can't be successful and, and achieve what you want to do. But also I'd, I'd say to them, if I were to go today, I mean, it'd be a very short speech because I'd say to them, <laughs> I hated school. I'm over you. Goodbye. Yeah. 100%. No, but I'd, I'd say to them, how does, Someone else being gay do anything to you. And I'd, I'd say the same thing to her. Like, when people are confronting their prejudices, how does someone's gayness affect you? Mm. Because it actually doesn't. Mm. No one's, like, not to be crude, but no one's walking around with, like, trying to oh, turn my God, everyone, yeah. he has a gay trying to hump my leg again. You know, it's not like, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. And, and like, this Those is the damn thing. Damn gays keep hamping my legs. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. And people like are saying to you, like, a, a straight guy will go into a gay bar and they'll think, oh my God, everyone wants to have sex with me. And I'm like, but you, you go to a straight club and girls are like, you're gross, get away. Mm. You know? And it's that same thing. It doesn't, how does it affect? It doesn't okay. affect you. Yeah. So unless something's affecting you directly and not in, in some hypothetical sense in your head, then you need to get over it. True. I have a challenge for Damon and I, and Rory, you're more than welcome to come. Let's go back to our school and let's go give a talk because I don't think things have changed, That's to be honest. That's if they'd have us. Yeah, they probably wouldn't have me. You might get through the gates. Um, Rory, they probably think was an old boy here, but who cares about him, you know? <laughs> like the walking joke, the gay, the black and the two. But <laughs> we, we are the, we're the perfect South African couple here. Um, I, I think we should do that. I think we should go there and uh, let's report it back on cliffcentral.com on the show and uh, see where we get to. That's the challenge that we're going to leave ourselves with. How homophobic are you? Listen to the podcast to find out more details. www.cliffcentral.com. Go to the Conza Show every Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Thank you so much for listening. We saw your comments in WeChat. Sorry we couldn't get to them. Cindy, thank you for your thoughts. And uh, I think that's it for me. Damon, thank you. Bernard, Thanks thank for you. Having me. And you're I a legend. Enlightened someone. I Absolutely. hope you did too. I'm sure you did. Cheers, everybody. Rory, you, are you enlightened? Absolutely. I hope there's a change coming, Rory. I let's, feel it. Let's go change the world, my friend, but we change ourselves we are first. Legislation to <laughs> Have make a good sure day. that sodomy and homosexuality never sees the light of legality in this land of the Pearl of Africa. It's been said by many that in actual fact, homosexuality is un-African. At least 34 African countries have anti-homosexuality legislation. Where they, a, a man's anus is leaked like this by the other person, like ice cream. Like ice cream. And, and that's what uh, homosexuality is. It's, it's a sin against God, just like uh, um, any other sin. Black lesbians live in fear of collective rape and brutal murder. As Africans, we want to ask Barack Obama to explain to us, is this what he wants to bring to Africa? And the other person is poo-pooing. And this one is eating the poo-poo all over the place. Oh, yes. huh? At least 34 African countries have anti-homosexuality legislation. Gay rights now trump religious liberty. We do not want this sickness. This is sick. 
and it's therefore deviant, we do not want it. Churches and faith-based organizations should be prepared to be hit with lawsuits and government investigations. Across the continent, the murder of gay Africans often goes unpunished. That those who cling to old beliefs will be able to whisper their thoughts in the recesses of their homes, but if they repeat those views in public, they will risk being labeled as bigots and treated as such by governments, employers, and schools. Tell me, when you have a law against homosexuality, do you say, accept eating poo-poo?